Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. Man, so excited to be getting on our mark together today as I come to you with another episode talking about contending for your joy. We have just been diving into this idea of joy, uh, really, frankly, being a condition that we are supposed to live in. It is something that God desires for us. It is a uh, gift from God that we're supposed to walk in. Uh, but unfortunately, unfortunately, like um, many of the things of God, those things that God would love for us to have come under attack from the enemy. Uh, and one of the things he wants to do is to put us in a state to where we are miserable, we are unhappy, we are unfulfilled. Uh, we walk in this lack of joy state. Um, and frankly, we've been utilizing these podcasts over the last uh few episodes to to come against that, to combat that, and to really get us to really think through the idea that, no, 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 joy is mine. Uh, it belongs to me, and I'm not going to sit back and allow the enemy to snatch something from me that is is my God-given right, It's my God-given gift from God to have. So I'm going to contend for it. I'm going to fight for it. I'm not going to allow situations and circumstances to kind of uh, restructure my mind and, and take away my joy. So we've been talking about that over the last um, few episodes. I certainly want to recommend you go back uh, and start with the first episode uh, to kind of bring you up to speed. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. And we're going to end today with the idea of contending for your joy. Uh, and, and this particular episode focusing in on the condition of the heart. Uh, we, we mentioned in the introduction, in the introduction of contending for your joy, um, that, that joy is really uh, not about the circumstances or situations around you, but it's the condition of the heart that is in you. Like what's really in your heart? What do you truly believe? Where does your trust rest? How do you sit with God? And, and our heart has to be such. It is the condition of our heart that out of our heart has to uh, flow the joy of the Lord. Out of our heart has to flow uh, with such a a depth of faith and hope in God and the things of God that now the situation and circumstances surrounding us doesn't hold us hostage and then steal our joy because our heart is so conditioned with God that we know that that he's going to take care of it. He's going to work everything out on our behalf so we can go ahead and have joy ahead of time. Um, I had a, had a, a, a a member who uh, we, we get into this kind of, uh, we laugh and talk about the idea that sometimes you have to fast forward some stuff. Uh, you have to fast forward your peace to the other side of, of this conflict that I'm in. So you can walk in peace knowing that even though you have something going on right now, I know peace is waiting for me on the other side. So I'm going to fast forward my peace. I'm going to fast forward my joy. I'm going to go ahead and have joy anyway, even though the situation and circumstances are not such that it's joyful because I know the God I serve. I don't have to wait until I get over there. I don't have to wait till the situations and circumstances around me change. I'm going to go ahead and have my joy. I'm going to fast forward my joy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and get to the point to where I can have joy, even though I hadn't reached that spot. I'm going to go ahead in my mind, in my heart, get to that point. Now I'm going to fast forward that thing. And I want to encourage y'all, man, to go ahead and walk in that joy. It's yours. It's yours. God has given it to us. But I do want to dive into this idea because um, I think sometimes we we allow situations and circumstances to kind of put us in a position of where we kind of walk away or we're, we're bumped away from the joy. And we have to make sure that our heart is properly conditioned. And that's what I want to talk about today is just having a properly conditioned heart. We have to be conditioned 
properly. Um, <clears throat> I have sons that are that are uh, athletes, and uh, they all play various sports, uh, basketball and football and uh, and track and things of that nature. And it's it's interesting because depending on what season they're in, they have to go through uh, different types of conditioning, different types of training to be able to handle and withstand whatever the particular sport that they're going into. If they're in football season, there's a different type of conditioning that's necessary to play football. If they're in basketball, there's a different type of conditioning necessary for basketball. And it's really interesting because based on those the, the season or based on where they are, uh, the conditioning and what they have to, to train their body and put their body through will look different. And I, I just need us to understand as Christians, there are going to be some seasons and some things that we go through and deal with within this life. And we're going to have to learn to condition ourselves accordingly. We're going to have to learn to condition our hearts Accordingly, uh, when it comes to this idea of joy, we have to be conditioned right in our heart so that when we find ourselves in the game, when we find ourselves in that season of life, when we find ourselves going through those particular things, we're able to handle it. Our heart can withstand the demands of the situation and circumstance. And what comes out of our heart is still the joy of the Lord. And I want to talk about that for a minute because this can be a little this can be a little difficult. It can be a little tough sometimes because in order to properly be conditioned, we have to actually assess the condition that we're in. That, that's why if, if, if you're in the sports, if you've done sports or if you understand anything about sports, that's why a lot of times when when players report for the sport, uh, when when in college, when um, we've been away for the summer, when I went back for uh, the football camp, when we reported, one of the first things we did, we had to go through and do our physicals and all of that stuff. But the first thing we did when we got on the field is what was called a conditioning test. And the point of the conditioning test was to assess where we were in our conditioning. Have you been working? Have you been conditioning yourself? Have you been doing the things proper to now be able to go into the type of training that you're about to go into to be able to step on the field and produce and perform the way we need you to step on the field and produce and perform? So, so there was this idea of this this conditioning assessment. We had to pass these tests. Some, some in the NFL and different places that you, you have to pass the, the physical. We have to see what kind of condition you're in. And I'm telling you as Christians, one of the main things that we have to do is we got to take a step back to assess the condition of our heart. Where are we? How is our heart doing? We need to look and see because we're bombarded, man, sometimes with so many different things and so much negativity and this happened and that happened. So, so many different things that what we'll find ourselves is we've gotten, if, if I can stay with the, with the sports analogy and with the, the physical terms, we've gotten out of shape. Our heart has gotten out of shape. We're, we're out of condition. We're not in the right place. And, and when you're out of shape and when you're not in the proper condition, then you're going to get out of that stuff, the stuff that's in there. And if it's in bad condition, then the bad things are going to come out. If it's not conditioned properly, then you're not going to be able to respond properly when you need to. If, you, if you're on the field and you hadn't stretched properly, you haven't done your dynamic warm-up, you haven't been properly conditioned, when it's time to run, you won't be able to run like you need to. You find yourself susceptible to injury and all kind of things happen. I'm telling you guys, as it is in the physical, it is spiritually. Your body 
body, you'll find yourself that that your spirit is wounded and your heart is wounded because you weren't prepared and you weren't conditioned and you can't handle that. And a lot of times it's because of all the stuff that comes at us and you'll find yourself always in a negative state. You'll find yourself always speaking uh, in a negative, something negative, something bad happens, you say something bad, something negative happens, you allow something negative to come out of your mouth because of the condition of your heart. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's sometimes it's it's legit because you've been jaded. You've had so many difficult things happen and you had this medical report and you had this happen on the job and you got this going on in the economy. And you got this going on in your finances. And you got this going on in your marriage. And you got this going on with your kids. There can be so many things going on around you that you really will find yourself jaded. And all. then the next thing you know is the only thing that's coming out of your heart is those negative things that are surrounding you because we fooled around and let ourselves get out of shape. We fooled around and let our hearts get out of shape. We fooled around and and gotten ourselves out of conditioning. So now we can't handle what's coming at us the right way. And we need to be careful too. How, how do you know you've allowed these things to, to happen? You need to pay attention to the state that you're in. Assess your conditioning. Listen to yourself when you talk. What's coming out of your mouth? Is it always negative? Is it always jaded? Is it always something on the other side of good? Is it always something like that? Uh, listen, think about and listen to how you feel. Assess how you're really feeling in the moment and, and about yourself and ask yourself, what are you feeding yourself? What are you around on a regular basis? What's what's going on? Um, what do you do in certain situations? How do you feel in certain situations? Who are you around and what are they doing? Like you have to really stop and ask yourself because all of these things, whether we know it or not, they are conditioning us. I talk to my boys all the time because we do so much uh, physical training and things like that. I always tell them, look, everything you're doing is contributing or detracting from something else. Everything. There are no dead items. There are no neutral situation. No, nothing is just neutral. If you put that in your body, it is either helping you or it is hurting you. If you lay around all day, it is either helping you because you're resting or it is hurting you because you're being late. There is something tied to everything. So one of the things that we have to do is we have to be careful and pay attention to ourselves. What are we saying? What are we putting in our mind? What are we putting in our heart? What are we reading? Who are we, who are we around? What are we watching? What's drawing us? What are they saying? What are they doing to us? How is it affecting us? What is the condition of my heart? And am I putting myself in, in a place? Am I putting myself around the right people? Am I reading the right thing? Am I doing the things that's conditioning me to have joy? Or am I doing the things that's conditioning me to be so jaded that the only thing that could come out of my mouth is some toxic mess anytime something happens? And whatever's coming out of you is an indicator of what's in you. I, look, don't you let don't let nobody lie to you. Don't talk about oop, oh, oops, that slipped out. No, no, no. It only slipped out because it was in whatever comes out of you is an indicator of what's in you and we have to do a better job of paying attention to what comes out so we know what's in listen you don't have to believe me we can go back to the physical if you go out there on the field and you're playing and it's the first quarter or it's the first half or you hadn't gotten through the first series of plays and you're already tired and you're already limping and you're already cramping that's giving you an indication of the conditioning of your body you didn't eat right you didn't stretch right you didn't prepare right you didn't condition right and it's showing up at the worst 
possible time. I tell my boys all the time, you need to make sure you hydrate. You need to make sure you stretch. You need to make sure you're conditioned because it's not going to matter when everything is going well. It's going to matter at the critical moments. It's going to matter at the critical times. And you want to be available for your team. So therefore, you have to be conditioned. And I'm telling you, as Christians, we got to be so conditioned because it's not going to happen when everything is going well. It's not going to happen when everything is going good. The enemy is going to sit back and he's going to wait to the opportune time to come at you when he feels like you're wounded, when he feels like you're weak, when he feels like you're down. And it's going to matter now what your conditioning is. Will you cramp up and falter? Will you, will you pull a muscle? Will you trip and fall? Will you not have the energy to maintain? Or is your heart so conditioned to where when it comes, even in the most difficult of circumstances, you're able to produce joy because you've conditioned your heart to do that? Listen, we got to make sure that we pay attention to the indicators. Now, what do you do? What do you do? We always talk about being practical because we want to make sure that we get better when we get these understandings. We want to talk about being practical. You're paying attention uh, and you're assessing your condition. You're looking at it and you see, oh man, I got some negative stuff coming out. I'm around some negative people. I'm seeing some negative stuff. So that's what's going in. So when things are difficult, negativity comes out. So so what, what do I do? Well, you got to purge. You, you have to you have to purge. And, and and sometimes maybe you're just tired, man. Maybe you're tired. And, and uh, what, what's the, the saying? Fatigue makes a coward of us all. M maybe you're just tired. You know what you need when you're tired? You need some rest. And you got to stop putting it off. Stop putting it off. If you are tired, let me give you a word of advice. Go sit down. You have to rest and recover. You're not going to be effective and efficient when you're worn out and tired. If you are burning the candle on both ends, let me give you a word of advice. Blow the fire out. Go sit down, man. And, and look at anybody who look at you crazy about sitting down like they crazy. Look, you, if you burn the candle at both ends, you know what you're going to end up with in just a little, town, a little time? No more candle. Don't fall for the trick. Don't fall for that nonsense out in the world that tells you you got to kill yourself to make it. The devil is a lie. You make your plans and then you let the plan of God prevail. You listen to him and you do as he says. And he has woven rest into the very fabric of creation because he wants us to not burn the candle at both ends all the time in every season trying to make it work because we got to leave room enough to trust that he's going to step in on our behalf. Sometimes you so toxic and sometimes you need to detox because you're tired. Sometimes the stuff that's coming out of you is not what should be coming out of you, but you can't, you can't even put the good stuff in because you're too tired. Go sit down somewhere. That's what grandma and them used to say it, man. I'm going to say it like grandma, you look, go sit down somewhere now. We have got to learn that sometimes you got to pay attention to yourself and, and understand that the reason the condition of your heart is the way it is, is because you're too tired. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, we, we'll go back to, we'll go back to the, the analogy of the sports and, and everything. Um, you can take the best defense. Well, where are my football folk at? We're in the middle of football season right now. You can take the best defense and put them out on the field and they're doing good, man. But, but if their offense don't hold the ball a little while and they find themselves on the, on the field too long, it doesn't matter how good they are. Now they're ineffective because they're too tired. And I'm telling you that you got to understand that part of the condition of your heart 
uh, and producing that joy means you're going to have to know when to pull back and rest. You're going to have to know when to pull back and sit down. So sometimes maybe you're just too tired and, and you need to purge. And by purging, when you're too tired, you need to slow down, sit down, stop and rest. Sometimes we're, 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 we're overly toxic because of the environment that we're around. Listen, I need to be careful here because you're going to have to go around some people that don't know God. You're going to have to be around some people that don't know Jesus. You're going to have to work in environments that are not under God's rule and God's law. You're going to have to be able to do that, but you're also going to have to be able to pull away from those environments and be able to rejuvenate yourself. And you're going to have to make sure that you don't constantly involve yourself in those type of environments without also putting yourself in the right type of environment that's going to build you up. That's why I think church is so important. That's why I think being around the people of God are so important. We'll go on a job eight, eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week. And then on Sunday, we'll be like, well, I don't really need to go to church. You listen, you need to spend an hour, hour and a half, two hours in church to try and wipe some of all that nonsense out that you that you've been at on the job sometime. And don't don't get me wrong. I, I know that there are some some good Christian environments on jobs and things of that nature, but that's not the norm. Let's just be honest. That is not the norm. And what I'm telling you is your environment matters. The stuff you're around will grab on and leech onto you. And you got to be careful about your environment because it'll fool around and make you toxic and it'll get you out of condition. And the condition of your heart will be toxic because of what you're around. And then the stuff that's in you will start coming out of you and you'll be wondering why you don't have any joy. You need to be careful and assess the condition of your environment. You need to assess uh, your worry. The Bible says, cast your cares upon him being overly worried and overly anxious can make you toxic and you need to detoxify from that stuff. You don't need to be carrying all that stuff, trying to figure out what's going to happen tomorrow. Listen, God has given me the grace I need for today. When I get to tomorrow, to tomorrow, he will give me the grace I need for tomorrow. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to cast my cares on him. I'm going to take care of what I can take care of today. I'm going to do what I can do today. And when tomorrow get here, we'll figure that out. And Jesus will, Jesus is already there taking care of that stuff for me anyway. So I'm not going to allow the weight of tomorrow to weigh me down today. I don't have the strength to carry today and tomorrow. I have the strength to carry today. Let's deal with today. If I'm carrying yesterday, today, and tomorrow, no wonder I'm so toxic. No wonder I don't have joy. I got too much weight on me. Get it off. Get it off, man. I'm telling you, we got to be careful. That stuff will cause you to be toxic. We got to purge that stuff. We got to get that stuff out of us. I want to read for you uh, because I want to give you some things that I think will be helpful. First uh, Corinthians um, chapter, I believe it's chapter nine. Uh, I want to read verses 21 through 27. I just want to give you a couple of thoughts and, and some things that we can do to make sure um, that we are detoxifying ourselves, properly conditioning our heart so that joy is the thing that flows out of us. Uh, Paul is, is talking about self-discipline. He says this, do you not know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. What is Paul talking about here? He's talking about this idea of conditioning yourself. Condition your heart for joy. He's talking about conditioning yourself for this Christian race, the things that you need to do. He says, everybody is out there striving 
for something. Everybody, all the race, the, 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 everybody in the race runs, but, but, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way, condition yourself properly run in this type of way don't don't just be out there willy-nilly don't just go out there in any environment and hope for the best don't just put anything in front of your face and hope for the best don't just put anything in your body and hope for the best no 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 no. We're, we can't do it we, we got to run in such a way we got to do it in such a way to where we know how we're conditioning ourselves so we can understand the results that we're gonna we're gonna get so he says i go into strict training there's your there's your dedication right there. i go into strict training i have to be careful and pay attention to what I put in front of my face, to who I'm around, to what I put in my body, to, to what I allow in my spirit, to what I allow in my sphere. I'm paying attention. I'm assessing things uh, regularly. I have to pay attention and know what I'm doing. Other folks are out here doing this stuff for, for, for vanity and for something that won't last, but we're doing it for what will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone out there aimlessly. I'm, I'm not running for, for the, the world's idea of what works. No, no, I'm being specific. I'm not just fighting and beating the air. I'm not doing it for fake. I'm out here putting my body under. I am taking control. I'm being particular. I'm taking assessments. I'm making sure that my body goes and do what I say so that I am in a position to be conditioned properly so that I know what's going in so I know what can come out. And therefore, therefore, Paul says, when I've when I've given you this information, I'm out here doing it. So I'm not disqualified when I'm talking to you. I'm out here doing it. So I'm not disqualified. There is a type of training we need to go through. So so two things I'm going to tell you. And there's a couple things under each one. You got to pay attention and you got to pay the price. You have to pay attention and you have to pay the price. Pay attention to what you got to pay attention to what, where, who and why you, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. You got to pay attention to where you're doing it. You have to pay attention to when you're doing it. And you have to pay attention to why. You got to understand the environment. You have to pay attention. And then you have to pay the price. What are you doing and what should you be doing? All right. Where are you going and where should you be going? Okay. When are you doing it and when should you be doing it? Why are you doing it and why should you be doing it? You have to pay attention and you have to pay the price. When you do those things, when you pay attention to your environment, listen, I, I, I got to say this and I know sometimes it's tough, but, but you can't constantly be putting yourself in a toxic situation and then be expecting for non-toxic stuff to come out. You, you can't constantly be putting poison in and be surprised when you're poisoned. You can't constantly be in negative environments and be surprised when you're negative. No, Paul is saying, pay attention, pay attention. You need to be asking questions. You need to be assessing things. You need to be paying attention because it's going to matter for the condition of your heart. And then when you see it, pay the price, man. When you see these things, pay the price. If that means that certain people got to be cut off and cut out of your life, then cut them off and cut them out of your life. It doesn't mean that it's, it's forever and, and always, not all the time. Some, sometimes, some things are temporarily. I got to stop going in this environment for a while until I get my heart back right, until I get my self-conditioned, until I get things where it needs to be. Sometimes you got to put yourself in a rehab situation. Everything else around you might be toxic, but you might be the person that needs to go to rehab. I'll say it again. It may not even be you necessarily, but everything around you is so toxic that that stuff has creeped over to you. And now you have to remove yourself to rehab yourself, to rebuild yourself. So you're stronger. So when you go back in it, that's why you got to take your vacation days on work. Come on, somebody stop overworking. 
that's why you have to take your vacation days because you need to get right away from around some of that stuff sometimes. That's why you have to pull away from even certain family members. Listen, I can't be involved in it right now. I got to pull back. I got to rehab myself. It's no different in the sports world if, if you have an injury. You can't go back on the field when you just tore your ACL. You got to go through rehab. You got to get that thing back stronger. You got to get to where when you go back, you're able to withstand. And in the Christian world, way too often we go out there injured and we go out there wounded and we go out there when we're not ready. No, 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 no. Get yourself out of the toxic environment, detox from the toxins, condition your heart properly. So when you go back in there, no matter what they throw at you, man, you can handle it. No matter what situation or circumstances around you, you have conditioned yourself to where you are able to do it. We have to be conditioned properly. Condition your heart in such a way that no matter what goes on, joy flows out. Listen, man, I'm telling you, this is so important. This is huge because for us to walk in the joy, to contend for joy, to have the joy that God intends for us to have, we are going to have to be careful and assess where we are, who we're around, what we're around, what's going in our hearts and in our minds and in our eyesight. And then we're going to have to pay attention enough. And then we're going to have to make the adjustments, man. Pay the price, whatever it is. Get yourself right. Condition your heart. So that no matter what happens and no matter what comes, what flows out of you is the joy of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Listen, I pray that something was said today that'll be a blessing to you. Let us know how we're doing, man. Let us know if we're helping you. Let us know how we can better help you. Reach out to us any way that we can. Uh, if, if the Lord is specifically speaking to you as it relates to our church, uh, reach out to us, man. Go to our, our website, uniquelifechurch.org. Uh, there are ways that you can contact us there. If the Lord is, is speaking to your heart to be a blessing to the ministry, uh, we certainly pray that you would be obedient to that, uh, that we can continue to do these type of things to try and help out in every way that we can. Uh, man, we want you blessed. We want you living your, your blessed life. We want you living the life that Christ has died for you to live. So let us know how we can be a blessing to you. Again, I pray that something has been said that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, and we're going to continue to pray for you. We're going to continue to love on you and be all that we can be uh, in the name of the Lord. I'm so excited to be on our marks together. I can't wait to the ne next episode of On Your Mark. Come on, be with us now. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.